welcome back to Bossy Gloss. Today I'm so excited for this episode. I have an amazing girl boss herself joining. Her name is Corey. She is the owner of Anthem Style and Gift located in Cranford, New Jersey. Anthem is one of my favorite places to shop and Corey will give us the insight of what inspired her to kick off her own business as well as tips and advice for all of us in business, especially us women. Let's get right into it. I love your store, Anthem Style and Gift. I actually was thinking of how I discovered you guys and mm-hmm. when I started shopping there. And I believe a few years ago, I was actually at a Cranford Street Fair and just stumbled upon it literally yep. on the sidewalk. You're not alone. A lot of people find us that way. Which is amazing because it's in the perfect location and the windows just draw you in and every single thing in the store is amazing. I think. Thank you. (laughs) Corey, thank you so much for joining this episode of the podcast. I'm super excited to have you. Yes. Thanks for having me. You have such an amazing store and I love everything. That's appreciated. Yeah, I appreciate that. wanted to bring you on because you are the owner of Anthem Style and Gift and you're a businesswoman yourself. Um, You've had this store for so many years and I really admire that. I really love those small businesses and I think you're very successful and you're someone that a lot of people can admire and a lot of people can turn to in general, not just during this situation, but you've also done some amazing things so far. You're very active in the community of Cranford. And during this time where everyone's online, you know, whether they're shopping online, doing pickups from some restaurants, you've really hit the nail on the head. And I think it's awesome that you're still providing real intel and sharing different gift ideas or sharing ideas where people can send their nurse friends or their best friends a little gift for self-care or even just to light a candle in their house while they're stuck home. For- you know, especially when it's a time where you really shouldn't be leaving the house, um, but you can still have something um, awesome delivered, you know, right to your doorstep. Awesome. Yeah, no, we're really trying and, you know, it's, it's an unprecedented situation. So, you know, every day we're kind of like, okay, that's a good idea. Let's try that and see kind of, you know, what we can do to brighten people's day. And, you know, I think people, um, you know, they, they always, you know, in my community and in the Cranford community and, you know, beyond, they want to support their local businesses um, anyway. And then during, you know, a time like this, it makes them feel even better to be able to still do that, even though they can't physically um, be in my shop. Um, so we're trying to be as accessible as possible. You walk into Anthem. Well, my, from my experience, when I walk into Anthem, I'm just super excited. I'm getting into my weekend and pop in there on a Saturday. Such a great experience. The music, the ambiance, and the service. You have awesome workers there. Um, and you always have fun things going on, whether it's, you know, a ladies' night or something around the holidays. I think that really inspires people to shop there other than you know a big department store or if they 
need a dress for a graduation or for a party, they pop in there or even just to accessorize. I've never really seen that before. And it's awesome. Thank you. I mean, I know for me personally, shopping, I like to shop alone. I like to go and it's like my time to space out and just kind of get immersed into wherever I'm shopping. Um, I mean, of course I shop with friends too, but you know, for me, it can be kind of like that actual retail therapy feeling. So when I was designing the store and, you know, we constantly change the designs and move stuff around. Um, but I like it to be obviously welcoming. I, you know, try to train my staff to, you know, always greet every customer, make sure they feel welcome and they know that, you know, you're there for them to answer questions or, um, you know, if you just kind of want to browse on your own and just be in your own world, you know, of course, that's great too. Just kind of whatever, um, whatever works for the customer in terms of, you know, if this is their Zen time, chill out. And like you said, they need a gift or they need a dress or it's Friday and they're going out. Um, you know, they can find it at my store. Um, and I think we, we will be in business five years, um, this December. And I think that, you know, it, it's definitely taken some time to figure out, um, exactly what, you know, my customers are looking for, but I think we're kind of honing in on that, which is, which is a really nice feeling. Um, and it's kind of perpetuated through those events that I do, uh, ladies nights, like you said, I think making it like a night out and just kind of like a, a place that you just want to go, not just to shop, but just to browse, just to, you know, see me, see my staff. Cause they become your, you know, friends and mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of, what I've worked for. So, um, I think I'm glad that it's come across, um, so well. So, um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I can totally agree with you when you say you love to kind of Zen out and shop by yourself for the most part. I do that just to really unplug and to go. So that's really fun for me. And of course, you know, I always shop with my mom or my sisters or friends. So it's always fun to spice it up. Yeah, definitely. Um, and also I was just thinking your staff, they are like my friends. Cause when I go in there, I need help. I need a recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have these two things. What do you think? And they're always like, you know, you, you have brown hair. So that headband would look really good. Yeah. Or they're like, well, you have, you have rings already. So wear this one. I think right. it's super yeah. I, and I feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's the ultimate goal. And you know, everyone shops differently. Some people, you know, don't want to be bothered at all. Some people, you know, really seek the opinions of the the girls that are working on the sales floor. So, you know, it's a, it's definitely a big point, you know, in training to be, you know, like, okay, girls, you got to feel comfortable um, because, you know, really these are members of our community and, you know, we want to be friendly with them and, you know, know that they can trust us to help them make those decisions. So, you know, even if it seems silly, you know, if you're picking between one headband or the other, it's, you know it's nice to hear the opinion of someone who knows the product and can, you know, direct you in the, in the right, in the right direction, you know, for you. So that's, that's good to, good to hear the, the feedback that it's, it's um, that you felt that way shopping. Yes, definitely. And you mentioned that in December will be five years. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Throughout your career and life to launch Anthem. Well, I have, I will be, 33 this year. I've been working in retail since I was 13. Um, my first job was at a Hallmark store and I, you know, kind of caught the bug 
from a very young age, just kind of interacting with customers, merchandising, um, kind of learning the whole, you know, system. Um, and then when I was in college, I, I um, did my undergrad in marketing. And when I was graduating and while I was, you know, in college, I worked at um, a small independent boutique um, for my now, my friend and mentor owns. Um, and it was just such an awesome experience to kind of see how like a young woman could open a business, open a retail boutique and, you know, kind of take the ideas that she has and, and run with them. So I was always really thinking that that's what I wanted to do. And then when I graduated college, it was, you know, the last economic downturn of 2008, um, 2009. So it wasn't really a good time to take that leap. Um, so I went back to school. I went to Parsons for um, uh, apparel merchandising and uh, retailing. So I kind of got some actual schooling in the field and, you know, did some really cool internships um, in the process. So I kind of got all different, you know, uh, perspectives on the industry. And then kind of from there, I ended up in buying. Um, so right off the bat, I was, you know, working and buying, I was going to trade shows, um, in the position I was in, it was not a big company, but it was like, um, like a, a chain of stores in the tri-state area. And I was going to Italy to, you know, the shoe factories and kind of buying from the ground up and getting a really intense look into the, the way things worked and, you know, how, the cadences of retail really worked, um, which was awesome. Um, and then from there, I kind of, I went to a couple of bigger companies. I was living in the city, um, you know, kind of mid twenties, just kind of living it up. And then um, most recently before Anthem, I had a, a, a job at a really big corporate company doing e-commerce merchandising. And that's kind of when I felt like, okay, this is too corporate for me. If I want to do something, uh, you know, on my own and really give it a try, you know, I have to do it now. So that kind of spurred me into where, you know, starting to plan Anthem and, you know, figure out what I was going to do. But I knew that then five years ago was the time for me to get started on, um, on planning my own thing. So it kind of went from there, I would say. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've worn so many hats through your career. So that makes sense. I love Cranford. It's really great. It's such a good town and a really, really good community. Yeah. And, you know, when I was starting to look for spaces, you know, growing up, um, you know, the downtown of Cranford wasn't what it is today, you know, in before my time, you know, when, you know, my parents were young and, um, you know, and that, that kind of generation, the town was always really booming, um, with lots of different retail. Um, but then, you know, over time, it definitely kind of didn't feel like a retail destination. Um, you know, when I was growing up, we would go to Westfield or walk around when I was young. Um, so when I came to look for locations, I was like, I don't know, like, obviously, I love Cranford, I'm from here. But you know, it's a little bit of a risk, um, five years ago, but I found a space, obviously, you know where the space is, you couldn't, I couldn't pass up that kind of location. So, you know, it worked out and, you know, the, the leaps and bounds. How you're doing so well with Anthem and 
think it really helps to have some background. I mean, you have the marketing background, merchandising and buying and sales, which really helped a lot start the type of business and take this journey. Like you've had that experience working in the corporate world, in the fields. So it makes sense to mesh all of those learnings into, into your baby, you know, your, yeah. I mean, I think about it a lot, Um, you know, on a daily basis, I could be doing something and I'm, I'm thinking, wow, I'm actually drawing from my experience at this huge company doing e-commerce merchandising while I'm working on my website, you know, so it's, it's kind of funny. I think of things in certain ways that I don't think I would think of if I hadn't had that other experience. So I'm definitely really grateful as much as, you know, in the moment, you know, you're at, sometimes you could be at a job that you're like, I can't wait to get out of here. But you know, in hindsight, I think that um, those experiences have definitely helped where I am now. Yeah, of course. Are you actually from Cranford? Did you grow up there? I am. Yeah, I, I uh, was born and raised here. So um, yeah. born and bred Cranfordite, I guess you would say that the town has made since even five years ago is like, it's amazing to see. And it makes me really proud because um, I think we're only going in an upward trajectory, despite everything going on right now. Um, you know, it's just, there's been a lot of great, um, you know, other businesses moving in, um, you know, people moving into town. So I think it's on a really positive upswing. Absolutely. And it really does a lot of sense. I used to always go to Westfield when I was young, because, you know, my friend's parents are like, my family would be out to dinner and they're like, you know what, just walk around. You Right. You'll be back in like 10 minutes, but Cranford has built up because of the mm-hmm. restaurant train, of course, and the schools, everybody walks around there and you could spend pretty much the whole day there to get coffee, lunch, shop. Definitely. And I, I have a lot of customers from like surrounding towns and they're like, you know, Cranford is just so cute. And, you know, I, I where else can I go? I want to walk around and, you know, there's lots of places for me to direct them, which is, it's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And you mentioned that you took some of your learnings from your previous career, like building the e-commerce site, uh, merchandising, buying, obviously. What are some other things that you've learned throughout your journey building Anthem? Um, I think there's definitely a lot of things that, um, you know, if you had asked me five years ago when I was planning to do this, that I would never think that, you know, I would be, you know, talking about or dealing with on a daily basis, Um, you know, kind of when you open your own business, you know, you are taking on every single hat, Um, you know, not just buying and if you're, you know, having a retail business, not just buying and merchandising, but, you know, also you're the utilities manager and you are the, um, you know, custodian, you are cleaning, you're figuring out, you know, what, inspections you need to do. So it's like, there's a lot of different, you know, sides of it that you don't always think of. Um, So there's that aspect. And also I think, um, you know, kind of something overarching that I've learned um, is just kind of, there's so much out there, um, so many great small businesses that it's very easy to get caught up in comparing, you know, what you do to what someone else is doing and to get discouraged. And um, the best kind of advice that I can share from that is just kind of staying true to yourself and knowing that, you know, not everything works for everybody, you know, something that a competitor is doing might work great for them, but won't really translate for you. And that's okay. Um, 
because it doesn't always feel like, I mean, I still get caught up in it. It's, you know, I'll see someone oh, doing, I don't know, something. And I feel like, oh, we could do that. Should we try that? How can we do that? Is it going to work for us? And then, you know, if it fails, then, you know, it can feel like a really big defeat. But, um, but I think what, if you just kind of stay true to your brand and, you know, who you are as a business person, you'll always make the right decision um, for your business, but it's not always so easy in the moment to remember something like that. Yeah, definitely. And I love that. It's super inspirational. And you mentioned to your mentor who you worked with early in your career. I'm sure that it was super helpful to have another woman who was experiencing something similar or had a little bit of background relative to what you were doing. And it's great to have that mentality to inspire each other because the times have changed. As you mentioned in your career, you were working in e-commerce, but you know, that's something new that a lot of companies took on. And, and that was great that you were able to leverage that for your business. And I'm sure you were able to bounce ideas off of each other and see these new innovations that other companies may be doing and how you can adjust it or customize it to fit your value proposition and to fit your brand too. Definitely. Cause it's, like I said, it's very easy to get caught up with, um, you know, whatever other people are doing, which is what you should do. You know, you should be aware of, you know, the industry standards or, you know, kind of be inspired by things that, you know, a company bigger than yours might be doing, or even a company that's smaller than yours might be doing. Um, but, you know, things aren't always going to work for everybody. So just kind of maybe it could work for you if you modify it or, you know, kind of build on it. So, you know, definitely still staying in touch with the industry trends and, um, trying trying to see what will fit in for you and your business. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I'm sure from your early experience, you probably, I actually um, studied marketing communications. So I mm -hmm. was on top of the new, and I still do that. And I'm sure with, with trends, with style, with fashion, you're super on top of that. And that helps a lot because that comes a second nature, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Like I still like all through, you know, my postgraduate career kind of being in fashion school and, you know, working in the industry. Um, I always had a subscription to Women's Wear Daily um, and I still do. And, it, and now it's in a digital um, platform, of course. But, you know, people might say, well, I don't know, why would you read that? Because it's like talks about, you know, huge fashion corporations and, you know, stuff like that. But it all trickles down. So even though I'm a small business, you know, locally owned, um, it's still important for me to be aware of what, you know, the market is doing and, you know, kind of how will that affect me? Because, you know, what these big companies and big fashion corporations do, you know, definitely affects the people that I deal with um, to get, you know, source our product and so on and so forth. So um, it's definitely important to kind of stay, still stay on top of, you know, all of that, even if it, you know, doesn't, directly apply to my day-to-day -day, it could eventually absolutely and yeah definitely it all trickles down and you're in that same field so whether it's you know buying week or if you're getting um your team together to go to a trade show it's still the same environment it's mm -hmm. just adjusted to your store so yeah. i think awesome because you can then see what the brands are up to 
and who you're interested in you know, introducing to your store, which um, since you have your finger on the pulse with everything fashion, what are some of your favorite brands that you've either been working with, love, or introduced into your store? Yeah, um, I think one of the most rewarding things um, about this having this business and having a store is being able to kind of pull in brands that um, are a little bit bigger and brands that are a little bit smaller down to like an individual, you know, making product, um, which is really nice because you can kind of bring in, you know, different brands that people may not know um, or, you know, brands that they see like in the magazines and um, see on their favorite celebrity and they're like, oh, wait, I saw that anthem. Wait, I can go get that there. I don't have to order it on Shopbop or, you know, order it on some other website, um, which is kind of cool. Um, but I'd say some of the most exciting brands, um, for me to buy from are definitely some of the smaller, lesser known brands. Um, and a lot of that comes in the, the gift, uh, sector and kind of just like candles, stationery, a lot of the, pretty much actually all of the gift items in that regard that we carry, um, are made in America, you know, kind of with little family, you know, run brands, um, which are cool. Um, recently we brought in this, um, stationary line called Tay Ham, which has all of the like Schitt's Creek and, um, Olsen twins, like notepads and, you know, cards and stickers, which have been wildly popular, um, recently. Um, and they're all made in North Carolina. Um, so it's been, it's been cool to kind of see that, come in and right off the bat, we sold out some styles like in a day, um, which is awesome. And it, it enables me to kind of have a nice relationship with, with um, that vendor. And that's just kind of one of many vendors where um, I, I'm able to kind of have a rapport and a working kind of relationship with um, someone I'm doing business with. Cause some of the bigger brands, it's more transactional um, where you're just kind of like, all right, this is my order. And they're like, okay, we'll ship it out. And there's no kind of conversation around it. Um, so for some of the smaller brands, it's nicer to kind of have a personal connection and have, you know, support another maker and especially, um, supporting, you know, other, um, domestic companies is, is an awesome feeling. Great. I love that idea too, because then you can, build a relationship and if they have something new or if there's something that you're looking for you can at least have that connection with them you know they make stuff that everyone loves like I love the Olsen twins or I know some friends who are watching Schitt's Creek mm -hmm. and it's so cool like I never knew that they had that different merchandise um, last year my boyfriend and I moved into our own house in the touch-in and I was looking for decorations and I was actually an anthem you know of course <laughs> and I found this uh, this really cool I don't know if it was a poster but it was maybe like eight by ten or a little bit bigger and it was a heart and like little sketches on all mm -hmm. things New Jersey and I yeah. picked it up I'm like, I'm going to give this to him as a gift for Christmas, but it's really for me it's to have. For you. <laughs> it's for you. You're not the only one to say that about, you know, it's funny, like the things that some of the men, uh, you know, like boyfriends and husbands of my customers are 
well, I'll hear them. I'll hear be like, Oh, I love that candle. Make sure you get that, you know, or, you know, just things that you never would think that would appeal to a man or that women gift to their men, you know, but also get to benefit from is it's funny. Um, but, but yeah, just kind of, that's another, um, small, uh, like artisan vendor that I have as well. Um, that made that New Jersey, uh, I guess it was more of like a banner, I guess you would call it. It was like a little small banner. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really fun to kind of source that product because um, you know where your, where your dollars are going and, you know, you can in turn let the customer know who they're supporting. So it's nice. Yeah, definitely. And I love going there and picking up cards or, any little like house trinkets. I, re I remember around Christmas, I think my mom and I were in Anthem and we were just smelling all the candles because they're so pretty yeah. and they all smelled so good. We're like, well, I'll get this scent. You can get that scent. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, honestly, it, I have to, it's hard for me because I love candles. And so I have to kind of like stick to like the couple vendors that we have and work within them because otherwise I'd have like, tons and tons of candles and, and it would be a little bit much, but, um, it's definitely, it's fun for me to kind of source that stuff. And honestly, right now during, you know, these time candles have probably one of our better selling items, because like you mentioned earlier, you know, people are stuck at home. They want to kind of spruce up their space and what's a quick and easy way to do that, uh, you know, get a new candle. So <laughs> it's been, it's been interesting to kind of see that trend, but I'm happy, happy to sell all the candles. So, you know, it, it makes me happy. What advice on who may have their own small business in a town um, or looking to start their own business venture? Um, I think it's hard to say what the most important thing is because there are lots of important things, but I think what I've learned um, is kind of, knowing, you know, what your brand is and making sure that, you know, what you're selling or if what you're making kind of fits in that brand and then knowing who you're, you know, kind of targeting um, and who you want to speak to. Because um, I know when I started, I kind of, you know, because the, the retail um, uh, nature of Cranford was kind of unclear to me. Um, at the time I didn't know, I knew that I wanted to sell things that I wanted to buy. I knew I wanted to sell things that my mom could buy. And I knew I wanted to sell things that someone like my sister, who's four years younger than me, um, could buy, um, or find, you know, find at my store. So I, you know, going based off that, I kind of, um, went in and was able to kind of hone what that meant. Um, and I think, um, the, I guess kind of the, the takeaway from that is kind of over time, hearing the customer feedback um, has definitely helped to shape that. So kind of listen to what um, kind of feedback you're getting, um, that whether you're an you know, artisan vendor that pops up at a street fair, I'm sure you could get a lot of um, kind of feedback on your product or um, kind of see who's, uh, you know, interacting with it and then kind of get an idea, a better idea of your customer. Um, because speaking to that demographic is probably the most important thing because you want them to know what you're selling or what, you know, you're all about so that they can get excited about your brand and, you know, kind of share it. 
um, and so on and so forth, because that's kind of the ultimate goal. So I guess all that rambling take from that takeaway would be kind of listening, um, staying true to your brand, um, learning and growing from customer feedback and, you know, kind of um, sticking to that would probably be my, my best advice. And I guess knowing that nothing has to be permanent just because you say or sell one thing doesn't mean that that has to be it forever. You may want to shift gears or, you know, try things and find they don't really work and then, you know, kind of go from there and then you'll, you'll kind of learn better in that way too. That's awesome. That's really empowering too, because whether you're working, you know, as you said, as an artisan vendor, pay attention to who's, you know, purchasing your items, even if you're in business, all women can take this advice, you know, never lose sight of who you are, or who your brand is. And, you know, getting that feedback and transitioning it into something positive, really helps pretty much anyone. Yeah, and it's not always gonna feel great. Um, I've definitely and, you know, as a business owner, especially when you're doing your own thing, I find, well, I, I find personally that I, I definitely take things to heart and take things personally, which you have to separate. Um, it's something I'm working on all the time. Um, but when you get feedback, it's, it's a lot mostly positive and that's awesome, but there will be some more critical, um, feedback that, it's definitely worth listening to, um, of course, you know, and that's how you're, that's where you're going to find the change. Um, but it's not always easy to hear, but just kind of remembering the, the good and the positive and, you know, that'll kind of, uh, cancel that out, but you know, that's where you're going to learn and grow is from that, you know, more critical feedback. Sensitive when it comes to bad feedback, but again, just reassuring myself, you know, this is, someone's telling me this for a reason or or pivot in that way to mm-hmm. pursue that feedback. Yeah, definitely. I mean, any, any, I always just say I'll welcome it all. And then, you know, you can kind of over time, you'll, you'll learn, you know, what, what you can actually action on and what is, you know, going to work from that feedback. So it just takes a little time. That you are putting out some fun things for Cinco de Mayo already, which I really am obsessed with every single thing. We're we're always kind of for spring, a lot of our vendors will do kind of like t-shirts and stuff that have like tacos and tequila or, you know, Te Amo tequila or, you know, whatever, different little sayings. So now I think in the state that we're in, um, there's a lot of, you know, obviously people are buying stuff that they can wear in their homes and that they can hang out in, which is great for, you know, t-shirts and loungewear. Um, we have some fun candle lines that are like, um, you know, beach themed or, you know, margarita themed and come with a little margarita recipe. So, um, you know, I think at least in the couple weeks ahead, people will just kind of be, you know, as the weather gets nicer, I'm sure just kind of having their own little, Cinco de Mayo parties in their homes, on their patios, hopefully if the weather's nice. So, um, you know, we're kind of just trying to stay in the moment and, you know, whatever kind of product we can source and offer to kind of go along with our current way of life, um, we're going to try to do. Um, And we are, you know, delivering to doorsteps, we're shipping. So, you know, we are operating as much as we can um, right now. So um, trying to keep it light for sure. 
That's awesome. All power to you. (laughs) (laughs) Trying. (laughs) Trying to stay positive. So much. And I really appreciate it. I know you're super busy with your nine month (laughs) business. No, thank you. It was was great to to be here. And, um, you know, I just hope everyone can stay strong and, you know, we'll get through this. What is the website for Anthem where we can shop? So you can follow Shop Anthem on Instagram at Shop Anthem. Um, just S-H-O-P-A-N-T-H-E-M. And our website is uh, anthemstylegift.com. Cool. All right, cool. I'm heading there right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode of Bossy Gloss with Corey, the owner of Anthem. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did and go ahead over to Anthem Instagram and website to start shopping. Stay blessed.